you will destroy through COVID-19. No more. No more. No more. It no more. is finished. finished. It is over. And the United States of America is healed and well again. Saith the mighty. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Peace, who is also the Prince of War. Oh, yeah. Welcome to David and Dan's Untitled Rock Opera. Or as we like to call it, Thoughts and Podcasts. <laughs> I am David. I'm Dan. And Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Did your local televangelist pray the coronavirus away? If not, because I'm still at fucking home. Uh, how's it going, Dan? How's... It's going. Uh, I don't. I don't like this. <laughs> don't like what? I, I don't like. I don't like tight spaces, man. Well, you're you've been door dashing, so that's an escape. I haven't. They're all been contactless deliveries, and I'm not sure if it's because I'm Mexican or. No, all deliveries now are contactless. Yeah, how do I do a contact delivery at a hotel? You leave it outside their door. You know how many? You know how many people have to run through to get to their door? Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. Conspiracy theories. Not a sponsor. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, conspiracy theories is a sponsor. So, uh, since here's we what, like... here's what's pissing me off more than co- conspiracy theories. There's varying versions of this that have been going around. Um, the uh, God is testing us through the current coronavirus. The big, the big one that went. There are two two main versions of this that have gone viral. The first is like, you decide not to love your neighbor. I'll I'll, I'll decide that you can't sin. You decide not to go to church. I'll make it so you can't come. So let's f- f- focus on Jesus because that He's given us this to teach us. And then the other one is that Bible verse. It's like I will give you a plague, and it will teach you to come back to me. We always get the plague. It's called flu season. It's fucking stupid. What? I, I still, I'm pretty sure the Denver airport is referenced in the Holy Bible. So, somewhere. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going down that road, man. Uh, I, I, I drove past that airport. It looks like a normal airport to me. Uh, have you been? Have you been to the Denver airport? It's very boring. Yeah, it's not interesting. Lord, Lord. And I mean, not enough for me to like, you know, stick fucking death squads in there. Here's the thing. Let's be honest. People are morons. Oh, yeah. The truth is always less interesting. With exceptions, like Tiger King. Have you been watching Tiger King? Tiger King, the Game of Thrones for white people. Yes. Hello? Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones for white people. No, Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones for for people who stopped watching Breaking Bad and nothing else to watch. I disagree. Tiger King, I I I saw the trailer and I just 
Okay, I saw a video where he goes off on a rant saying, why can I say the N-word? And that's all I needed to know. Yeah, here's the thing. That's, <laughs> what's interesting is that's the least surprising thing about him, which is understandable why they edited it, edited it out of the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- I mean, there's nothing like petting fucking tigers and, and banging 20-year-old meth heads yeah. that'll, that'll make America interested in this guy. He, he, he is probably a distant cousin of Donald Trump. Let's just admit this. Sorry, TV one off. Uh, I, I I don't get it. Why is this the number? Was the number one show on Netflix? The last it, it it was. I think it's changed. May, uh, maybe not. Ozark Ozark is the distant second. Um, have you watched that? Ozark. I have not seen a second of that show. I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm starting yeah. to get interested. But it's me and TV. I've watched so much TV now. I'm trying to get back to movies, but. I haven't watched anything since Tiger King in terms of TV. Yeah, Ozark is number two. All All American was number two. Bloodfather is number four. <laughs> I, why is Mel Gibson in the top ten this week? I, what's going on with that? I was going to ask you that, but all these I'm old saying. dads who want to see this movie now, I guess the platform is five. That makes sense. Uh, Lo- Love is blind. But I'm like I'm pretty sure Blood was a Bloodfather is like the furthest thing. Like it's not in the top like things of, of action adventure movies or thrillers. Like somebody people would have probably to just watch it because they see it's Mel, Mel Gibson. Yeah, but he also has another movie on. Was it the the one with Vince Vaughn, the the concrete one? I think. Yeah, but they. Yeah, but they just put this one on to Netflix. Or so is probably it why? Or is it they saw Bloodfather? It's like, oh, he made a sequel to Passion of the Christ. Blood Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what... My dear, what's uh, what's what's wrong? Is it that time of the month? Yes, Blood Father. Oh, <laughs> so give give our audiences a little inside Tiger King. Those who have not watched it. No, everyone I... knows about Tiger King. We're not. No, not. This isn't a Tiger King podcast okay. now. Oh, this is going to be a Tiger King podcast. I want to know why is this thing so fucking special? Because rednecks, twists and turns, mur- murders, um, gay marriages, uh, tigers, political aspirations. So, my, so majority of Americans disdain this kind of behavior. Yeah, it's okay to watch it. Um, <laughs> welcome to the, uh, entertainment industry in general. <laughs> I like them homosexuals and them meth heads, but by golly, this is an entertaining show. Lord. You, you see, uh, the, uh, our, our, our leader has changed his tone on all this nonsense that's going on. We have a leader. Our leader? Or, yeah, our world leader. Our new world order leader, who's going to take over when this government becomes a dictatorship? Oh, the self-described wartime president. Yes, <laughs> I think you realize that if somebody coughs on his seven-year-old boy, or however old that child is, that he's going to die. Did you see that that's the social distancing meme where it's Trump and the lawnmower guy, but he's not in the picture anymore? Yes. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, 
But oh, what else happened? Oh yeah. Oh then we also have the slate of movies got pushed back, which I, I totally forgot. Back. Ghostbusters is coming out this summer. I guess they're not done with it yet because wouldn't it make sense to open that up on Halloween? You would instead, think uh, it's like more instead they moved the Kevin Hart movie up. They still haven't said anything about Spiral. Spiral's still holding out strong. The fuck is Spiral? The fucking Saw, the saw story. Oh movie. shit, you're Gosh. right. That movie's like... We're, you we got imagine... For 8 the, million. We, we're gonna hold down... The first, the first movie back. <laughs> 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 Who's in charge of Spiral? Uh, Lionsgate. Did you see that Lionsgate fired all the people in charge of marketing and distribution? Yes. IMDb is not listing a release date for, for, for Spiral. So maybe you get pushed back then? Uh, nope. If you Google, it says May 15th, 2020. What the fuck? Which they is interesting. Really, they, it was supposed really to come out in October. Super... Well, they really think that movie's going to do some shit. <laughs> they, they, well, Sam, Sam Jackson brings in the people. Like, well, now we'll take that. I mean, I'm assuming that's going to get pushed back either way. So we're up to what? Assuming that it's being pushed back to the May 15th movie? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume really hard that a May 15th movie is going to get pushed back. I mean, they're pushing back fucking Morbius. They push back Ghostbusters, which Morbius, I think it, it uh, I think it needs to be pushed back to more like fall release, but that's just me. It can just be pushed back till forever. No, it got pushed back till March. That's a, that, now it's a new date. So and Sony moved. I think I already said this was and, and Sony moved up the Kevin Hart thing. Like why? Like what is the what is the logic here? Yeah, that I don't understand. We, we should push Kevin Hart projects for further back as much as we can. I mean, just please do us a favor, Sony. Uh, apparently, there wasn't like five other projects got pushed back. Uh, so the I don't have the press release in front of me. The next biggest movie. That still hasn't got pushed as tenant, I think. See, that's all. That's all I'm ho- holding out for. Pe- 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 people think that it's like, um, what you call it, uh, um, Top Top Gun. That's the, the domino. No, it's <laughs> it's tenant. <laughs> it's the, tenant. Movie, the movie about going back in time. I'm yes. good. <laughs> Let's move forward in time, please. Um, so, uh, and and then I've gotten to a lot of discussions about Mulan and Black Widow. A lot of people think Mulan is an easy choice for streaming. No, it wouldn't make any sense for them to do that. And they're not going to do that. That's what I've been saying. Please, uh, keep me on the ledge here. Cause it like, people were like, well, onwards on there. I was like, onward, they they had no choice. They had to bite the bullet. It was already out and they made plenty of money extra for, for VOD to yeah. boost ticket sales. They still, lost their, they still lost their ass. Mulan is a PG-13 action film with a giant bu- budget, and Pixar is a... I mean, uh, on Onward is a low-budget m- movie, even by Pixar standards. Yes, and then saying they like, oh, Black Widow's gonna... And then all these, like... Okay, all these so-called comic book fans... Uh, are, are like, oh my god, this is going to happen. I'm like, why Why would you not want your favorite movie to do well? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you like push for a, a video-on-demand release? That's like, 
that's like Disney. It's not going putting, to happen. Putting their move, putting their music out on SoundCloud. It doesn't make any sense. Unless Disney like really needs the money, which they don't. Yeah, they don't. And I'm sure they'll probably get some of that bailout money, that sweet juicy bailout money that we are calling the stimulus package, but we really know it's a bailout for a lot of businesses. I'm just saying, if if Bob Iger could go a couple of months without making a couple of million dollars, I, I mean, I, he as he did this past weekend by not uh, accepting any of what he uh, of what he receives, he'll be fine. Yeah, they can go a couple of months doing that shit. Uh, do, do you think what's his face quit D- Disney because of the coronavirus? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shout out to Frank for saying that on Twitter. What did you, did you get yelled at? Huh? Did you get yelled at? I said shout out to Frank for saying that on Twitter. Oh, okay. Uh, we love free Frank. But I just, it, to me, I mean, any, I just need people to stop. I mean, I've said this five, six times. People keep doing it. They keep. Posting articles for fucking we got this covered.com and I keep losing my fucking mind. I'm like, this is literally the it's literally the worst fucking website for news, and all I see is just dumb shits posting fucking sites saying they're like, well, this guy who said that these three things of the ten things he said happened uh, is the person that said that this was gonna happen. And I was like, somebody that's batting fucking. That 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 poorly is the guy you go for sources. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Black Widow, a two hundred million dollar movie, possibly eight hundred to one billion dollar or eight hundred million to a billion. If they sit on it, they'll sit on it. They'll yeah. be fine. They'll make the money. It was already going to be a billion dollar mo- movie. I think the tracking might have been a bit low, but it was already going to be a billion dollar movie because it's the one that followed up Endgame. Yes, and then Mulan is a is instant billion dollar movie. With the exception of Ant Man, everything that's come out after an Avengers m- movie no, has Doctor made a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Strange came out before. Sorry, but yes, Ant Man is the only one that hasn't made a billion dollars. But even then, that's Ant Man. He's not exactly Iron Man, uh, or hell, he's not even Captain America. Um, so I, I don't. I'm not buying this logic. People are posting it. I know it's irrelevant in the grand scheme of things, but you know, fine. I mean, it pisses me off. I'm sorry. I'm defending somebody else's property <laughs> very passionately. Hey. Uh, what else? What else happened this week? That's really. That, I'm pretty sure that a lot of the more things happen. Everything just blends together. No shit. Um. Oh, what was it? Jack Black uh, joined TikTok. Jack Black twin, joined twin, joined Jack TikTok. Jack Black joined TikTok. Uh, <laughs> that's something. <laughs> he already, I'm pretty sure he has a million followers already. He hasn't, he hasn't done one goddamn video. Oh, he did, he did one video, my bad. Yeah. Uh, televangelist Kenneth Copeland destroyed the virus by praying it away in the name oh, of God. <laughs> My favorite part is at the end of it. It's like, it's gone. And then they just start looking at each other. Like, it's gone. It's gone. Both of them looking like Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum at the end of Independence Day. Like, oh, it's done. We're done. And he's pointing at the screen. and It's over. 
finished. Then why is Harrison Ford at the end of Witness? It's enough, Jack. Enough. (laughs) (laughs) So I finally bit and uh, came back to Atlanta. uh, Near constant provoking. That's good. uh, uh, I don't know why I didn't follow through with that show. Um, I I know this is like an old show because I'm. It it how was it when did season two end? It ended like last year. Last year, yeah. Um, and it was it it it, it it's a ride. I'll tell you that much. It, it get if you're out there and you're trying to create shit, I please watch Atlanta and just watch the direction, watch the writing, watch the acting. Jesus Christ, this movie just is instant creative, uh, uh creatine for your mind because it. it like the direction, this fucking uh, child. I keep calling Charles Gambino, even though he's a fucking name. Donald Glover uh, in Whiteface is the most priceless thing you'll ever see. Um, and then uh, it just, I still need to revisit the last episode of the second season, like I told you the other day. But uh, that, I mean, I, I regret not keeping up with that show. I feel so you far still behind. Need, need to see it or just re, re, rewatch it? Rewatch it because uh, it just it, it's a it's a little different from the rest of the. I mean, thematically it's the same, but it just how it goes about it is a little different. If that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So I was just so in tune of what's going to happen with Ern, uh, his character, and then it switches up to him being young, and I was like, oh, okay, we're here now. Um, so that that's why I need to revisit it. Um, I watched it really establishes the themes well and it's just a great episode about bu- bullying and all that. Honestly, I honestly wish that would have been a great like middle episode. No, it makes sense as a penultimate with the theme of the rest of the show. But if however go however season 3 goes about it which we still have to wait another year for. Look at where it's po- look at where it's positioned though like it's positioned between Donald getting at his lowest point, having the shit beaten out of him, earn, and like he's about to get fired. And then uh, there's on this on the last one, earn and uh, and 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 Paperboy talk to each other on the plane. And he's like, "You're the only one that gets the hustle." Blah 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 blah. All all of that. it's sandwiched right in between that because in that it builds out the, the relationship between the two of them. Yeah, the was it the crabs in a barrel episode? Huh? The crabs in a barrel episode. What's crabs in a barrel? That's the last episode. If that's fuck. what it's called, yeah. Holy fuck! The last season two was in two thousand eighteen. Yeah, the last year, which was uh, no, almost two. I'm I'm not used to twenty twenty yet, but. <laughs> So it'll be three years by the time season three premieres. Fucking eight. And I'm pretty sure that'll probably be the last season. I mean, no, he's got two more seasons signed up. He's got a season th- three and four that he's got. I mean, considering that, he's, that he is much bigger. I mean, he was he was known, but, I mean, he's done This Is America, which blew the fuck up. And this Is America dropped before the f- finale did, I think. Yeah, and because it so, it it dropped during the 
during press for, for Solo, <laughs> which is why he hosted SNL. Yeah. And it just, it's a much different world now. And, and I feel like uh, his voice will probably, I mean, a lot of, what sucks is that a lot of uh, uh, people in there, like, I would say, like, I want to say urban, but urban communities aren't really big on Donald Glover because they feel like he is the Carlton of his uh, ethnic group. And it, it's kind of sad because I follow, I look at Twitter, I look at all the reviews, I look at comments and, uh, it's unfortunate that you know he's he's trying to tell a story of uh, of the of the urban life from a different perspective, and it doesn't get the respect from that uh, um, environment. I say, I, I guess is the right word to use. Um, yeah, like like Charlemagne the God talks about it um, about him, and it talks. He's not very flattering when it when it comes to talking about Charles Gambino or Donald Glover. I mean, I get it. It's a guy who did the Mystery Team movie. Like, and you, and your first glance is like you're gonna watch Atlanta. He's like this guy from Mystery Team, fuck that. But um, if you haven't watched Atlanta, please watch it. Um, give it a try, and I, you won't be disappointed. I literally watched the first two seasons in one sitting. Yeah, uh, that and Fleabag easy. are the best things that I've seen on TV in yeah. a long, long time. And again, I don't watch a lot of TV because I just loses me a lot but this is stellar stellar television i mean it is in my wheelhouse it's it's uh, it deals with hip-hop it deals with that kind of culture and it deals with uh you know try you know trying to uh, make ends meet and how and how in their creative the in their own creative way um which is something that you and i can relate to or you more is uh you're more the creative type compared to me. Uh, you're you're the paper boy of us two. Um, but it's there's a lot of themes that, that even if you're never from that environment, like you you can attach yourself to it. Um, so, For sure. So I recommend it a hundred percent. And it, it's it sucks I got to it so fucking late. Um, but since the Watchmen, I'd say that's been the one of the two shows that I've, that that's one of the best television shows I've watched in the last few years. Um, so now yeah, do Fleabag, please binge Fleabag. Next. Oh yeah, I get, yeah, I gotta binge Fleabag, and then I'll report back to you on that. It's one. on, it's on Prime. So uh, I didn't, I want to revisit. Uh, it comes at night because it's on sale for five dollars, <laughs> and because it's a self quarantine movie. <laughs> it's a self quarantine movie. Uh, I watched Wreck, and I watched the American remake quarantine because uh, Dead Meat did a fucking kill count so I kind of wanted to revisit those movies nice. considering the considering the uh, conditions we're dealing with man that American remake was rough <laughs> it's fine it's almost a shot for shot though if memory yeah. serves but it's, but mi- it's missing they lose some of the, the subtle things that made Wreck uh, entertaining or made it yeah. very thematically interesting too um it just it just it just didn't feel right, and then uh, Jay Hernandez went like invincible mode for like ten seconds before he gets his ass eaten. Oh, that's uh, right. Because in the original, his character just becomes like he gets killed off screen, I think, and then, uh, and then, and then in this one, he's like he goes like fucking just rips everybody's heads off for fifteen seconds, and then 
uh, and then he gets eaten by the oldest fucking zombie person in the room and stupid. Uh, there's and they made four of Rex, which I I I thought they made only uh, two of them. No, uh, th- three and four came out fairly. I think three was like 2012, and Rex four was like 2014. Yeah, and then uh, although I will admit watching those movies, I mean especially in the in first person uh, perspective, it makes you a little bit queasy. Um, I. I I would suggest people revisit Blair Witch. Uh, that's a movie that I keep I keep championing until the day I die. The uh, remake or the original one? The the remake. Um, yes. And then, uh, as far as like quarantine themed related movies, uh, I would say like revisit Blair Witch. Uh, it comes at night too. Is another one I want to revisit that one. Uh, there's a lot of fucking. I didn't realize there were so many quarantine themed movies out there. Uh, that I need to revisit. So I'm sorry. I haven't reached the point where like people are talking about how like they watch movies and they're full of people like hanging out or like they hug hug each other and they freak out. I haven't reached that point at all. Yeah. Well, April, the next two weeks, that's going to certainly test that theory. Yeah. We'll see what happens. When people, when your, your, your cousins start dying, you left or right. Cause you know, uh, you know, uh, ventilators and all that shit. Uh, and uh, stop seeing masks from the hospitals, Dan. The president warned you already. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> Where are we at right now? Where? We're in. We're in. We're in Texas. No, you know what I meant. We're at 25 and a half. Damn, I talked for a while. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> you're allowed. Um, anything on your end that you watched? Any uh, French black and white movie from the 30s? My view, fuck off. My view, <laughs> my, <laughs> I watched... Uh, my, my my viewing patterns have been all over the place. Uh, I finally watched Ma- Mary Poppins Returns. And... Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it hinges on like the stupidest, the most annoying plot of just like weird banking practices. Yeah. <laughs> Did and you see it? Yeah, I watched it and I was like, "What the fuck am I watching?" And then of I was course, happy everybody with Van Dyke showed Lin up. Manuel Miranda just like, "Oh, he's fucking singing and dancing." So this is all I want. That the the extended musical no, no, number was good. Like the dude can write songs. He can write him some stuff, and he's a decent actor. And Emily Blunt is really good. This movie's not that good. <laughs> That's fine. Like I'm, I'm usually what's, into, and I liked as a kid who read all of the books. All of the plot points are taken from the books, like the uh, the ceramic bowl that they go into, and all that kind of stuff. But it's still not a good movie. <laughs> I mean, it's not no Lion King remake, but and I mean that when I say Lion King is not. That I like that. Movie. Make. Yeah, I, it, I it is not. good. It's 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 good. It, it's a flaccid movie. It is a flaccid cock of a movie. So, so I mean, to all you, <laughs> those are interested in watching that movie is is that's what you want. Flaccidity is what you want. Lion King is where it's at. Also, uh, Mary Poppins returns. 
Last night I was excited for it chapter two, so I rewatched it. Yeah. Or are you that was it six months later? When did we review that movie? Six months later? Yeah, six months ago. Um, yeah. The the um, first one the first one has uh, its holes show up. Particularly a lot towards more the, the more I watch it. Particularly and, towards the end, that I think goes on forever. And people don't fucking believe me, and I'm Which like, I didn't like mind as much in the second one. Like that shit w- was solid, but. Well, I felt like the second one they were they were hitting they were hitting points as it, it was it was lingering. Yeah. It's like okay, you're lingering, but you're you're still tying up ends here. It just felt like oh, we're just gonna keep going and going and going and going in the first one. And uh, I didn't I didn't feel he got better as a director in the second one. Uh, I I liked the epic scope of it. I feel like he paced it better, but again, it might have also just been the cast that was carrying some of it. I'll have to let you know when I. Uh... Um, like I think the kids were great. I, I still think to this day, like I mean, for them to carry the movie the way they did was yes, great. absolutely. It wasn't, and I fault. enjoyed them a lot more this time around. And it wasn't their fault. The movie is not. It doesn't. It doesn't hit like like it chapter two hits, and I, I don't understand why people just like Bill Hader's performance in it chapter two. And I said this and more reviewed it. it it's, it's heartbreaking. Magnificent. And, it's a and, very emotional core to the movie, and I just don't get where pe- what people were were watching or what I don't know. I'm done. I'm done with people. I don't know what they're <laughs> expecting. That's a very good adaptation of a Stephen King film in for good and and bad. Like, like even Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery, like came and went, and then I was like, that was a solid adaptation. Um, I mean, it, 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 it was. Yeah. And it's very fucking uh, doom and gloom at the end, which is like what you want in a Stephen King movie. Yes. Uh, so, uh, glad you revisited that. Um, any, I mean, did you? Is it? Has it? Has you shaved off any points since? No, it's the the first one is still a seven out of ten for me. Yeah. I still prefer the second movie. I don't know what 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 to tell you all. <laughs> Um, I watched this movie called Theater of Blood, which uh, Here we go. is on uh, Edgar Wright's 100 f- Favorite Movies. Did you release huh? that list? Yeah, it's been out for a while. Fuck. Um, I want to show this to you. Like, <laughs> it's on it's on YouTube, too, because I think it's in the public domain. But uh, I recorded it off of I think either the either the Sony channel or the MGM ch- channel that is now free because of the end of the world of the Rona. But Vin- Vincent Price plays this Shakespearean act- actor, and he kills all of the cr- critics who'd written bad things about him. That's subtle. It's and that's all the movie is, but it's a it's it's a British film from the seventies, so it's also like weird. He's befriended like these homeless people, <laughs> and also, um, he uh, he like wears all these costumes for each time he kills people, and each time he kills people, he does like a scene f- from Shakespeare. It's campy as fuck. It's so campy. But like, there's a scene where he wears an afro, and he's a flamboyantly like gay hair hairdresser. Oh, what year was this? Seventy three. <laughs> Holy 
Yeah. Okay, so okay, it makes sense. If it was like the forties, I was like, "Fuck." No, 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 because it's also incredibly violent. Oh, that makes sense. It's rated R, and oh my god. So that was fun. Uh, I watched John Cassavetes' kill, Killing of a Chinese Bookie at long last. That was a gaping hole in my uh, repertoire. Is that uh, the the notebooks Nick Cassavetes' father? I hope not. Is it? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I, I still... I, I still For real? For all you people who watch Face Off, the ball-headed stepbrother who kisses his sister, uh, that guy directed The Notebook, and I still and I still doesn't translate in my head. I'm like, that oh, guy directed Nick The Ca- Notebook? Okay, sorry. I was really Did, confused. John Cassavetes is yeah. Nick Cassavetes' son. Who wrote The Notebook in all those movies? What's that guy's name? Yeah, well, I thought it was a woman. No, it's a, it's a, it's a guy. Oh, that guy's in touch with the feelings. Um, Nicholas, Sp- Nicholas Sparks. Sparks. That's Sparks. what I thought you were talking. Nick Sparks is a piece of shit. So that's why I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he ruined my, he ruined my life. No, he's done some <laughs> terrible things. Yeah, and 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 a lot of chicks dig his fucking shit. But I'm like, yeah, but you should listen to him talk. It's not the same. Total Trump bo- 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 voter. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can see it if you just look 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 at the content. It, it's it's always set people near a in beach, small you know, towns. Always like near a beach. America. Them Trump supporters. God, I watched Red Eye. That was finally a thing that says West Red, Red Eye. Huh? Yeah. Respect that, the respect the mastermind. Respect the Craven, but that's always fallen on, under the category for me. Of I'm pretty sure I've seen this. Because that trailer, I remember it being huge. Yeah, and um, it's only like an hour and 20 minutes long, isn't it? It's like a, it's short like a swift walk in the park. Let me check the actual uh, running time. Uh, 85 minutes. Yeah, I was like, I remember I watched it and then it was over. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I, re- I remember texting you to going, Kyle Gallner's in this. <laughs> <laughs> He has two lines of dialogue too. He's yeah. the friend of the of the guy with that pen that she that that she jabs him with. Yeah, and he has to wear that fucking uh, thing on his neck for like the rest the of the entire movie. fucking movie. <laughs> um, what else? Tom Segura's Ball Hog is one of the best hours of stand up I've seen in a long time. Yes, I watched that. Uh, it was fucking great. He's um, like reached perfectionist form now. I, I I feel like he yeah he was hitting his stride in this one because um, I've I've always watched his stuff and he kind of just like kind of drags this one he was just like he was like hitting like all the marks it, visceral shit it was genius yeah like even like sometimes Bill Bird does that or uh, even Joe Rogan I enjoy Joe Rogan stand up there's times where I'm just I like I look at my phone and I get distracted um, but like on this one like. Pretty much, I would say ninety nine percent of his stuff, I was like paying attention to. Yeah, I give it a ten out of ten on a letterbox. It's like a near perfect stand up. Yeah. Um, and I watched Anthony Jeselnik's uh, "Fire the Maternity Award" again. That shit always kills. Um, I still need to revisit the Dave Chappelle with the Six and Stones. I watched it once. I need to watch it again. Solid. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, I watched. Controversial uh... yet, people forgot about it. Uh, stand up. 
Um, yeah, but, you know. I watched Mi- Mickey and Maud, which is a uh, Blake Edwards film from Another 1984. One. <laughs> Another with, one. W- with Dudley Moore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he accidentally finds himself ma- married to two people, and then they're both pr- pregnant, so he tries to hide them fr- fr- from each other. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Blake Edward movie. Right? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Roger uh, Ebert gave it four stars, and he said the key to it is that the main character is sweet, and he's right, because you care. And also, Amy Irving, man, like, I love her when she shows up and things. Dude, she, she, was, she was a kill for, uh, for a good while there, man. Uh, what was it, from Carrie? Um, she also came out in uh, The Faculty. She did a pretty Small, she had a small role in that one. Uh, she she's in the fun. faculty, yeah. She's in the faculty. Uh, she was, yeah, she is. Is she? Oh, no, that's uh, I was thinking of what's her name. My bad. Uh, fuck. Uh, podcasting, um, podcasting. Wasn't she in traffic? <laughs> <laughs> Amy Irving, yeah. Uh, I mistake the name. Piper oh Lord. yeah, no, she's, uh, she's not Piper Laurie, but Piper yeah. Laurie w- was in Carrie too. Yeah, but not what, Carrie I, one. But Amy Irving was in Carrie two and Carrie. Yeah, she was in Carrie. She was in Yentl. Uh, the, the she's in that Soderbergh film with with Claire Foy that I haven't seen. She was in the Rage Carrie two where she dies. <laughs> she dies. And the nobody remembers and nobody cares the rage carries. I almost record. Actually, no, I did record that, and then I got I got rid of it like almost instantly for for, for my DVR. Uh, and then she was in thirteen conversations about one thing, the little scene deconstructing Harry. No dear, the the less memorable Woody Allen movie. Um, but yeah, she was in a lot of shit, man. Nice. Was in, and in Yentl, that's the big one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mickey, Mickey and Maude got it. I need to watch that movie. It's like any movie, uh, any it's, movie with Dudley Moore. Fondo, I, I kind of accidentally have made a habit of what, watching things sometimes on purpose that are hard to find or out, out of print. Not as extreme as a lot of other people, but like mainstream things from big names that are out, out of print. The DVD for like. You can rent the movie on Amazon for two ninety nine, but if you get if you get the DVD, it's thirty nine dollars used. Dude, that was the same thing for like Little Giants. Little Giants, where they mass produced that movie back. Yeah, I remember I put that movie on DVD on eBay once, and it sold for like seventy dollars, and that was used. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? But it's but amazing. Like, there's there's collectors. Mickey and Maud. You know what's it, a you know what's a weird thing that's selling? Left its stock on Amazon right now. You know what's a, what, This is a side note, but you know what's a weird thing that's yeah. selling right now is resistant bands. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, for like exercising. Uh, I know this is off topic, but last week there was about because I was looking it up because I needed an extra band, and. There was 180 results, I think, something like that, for resistance bands for this one company. Just this one company called uh, Body Elastic. Now it's down to two. Riveting. 
And and I'm like, what? Maybe some medicine, maybe hospitals. But it's weird just how, I don't know, just just certain things just sell when it comes to items and movies. I mean, you would think people need soap, but apparently they need resistant bands. Especially after watching Tiger King, I need a resistant band around my arm. Um, (laughs) And we come full circle. Uh, now would probably be a good time to play uh, the Joe Pesci "What the fuck are you looking at?" segment. Cue, <laughs> even though we just I, concluded the "What the yeah. fuck are you looking at?" Yeah, segment. what the fuck are we watching? Looking at? Uh, Take it away, Joe. What the fuck are you looking at? Yo, fucking. <laughs> and speaking of segments, <laughs> uh, we uh, we have a guest. Um, well, I I didn't talk to her because you know we. I, I didn't want. <laughs> I, 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 wanted, I wanted I wanted no business. True, true grit. The <laughs> Jeff when he's like we. <laughs> ah, you son of a bitch! Um, we have a guest this week. Or well, we Dan has a guest this week. Uh, we're gonna pepper in little interviews. Um. As some of you know, I'm not very good at paying attention and, and asking people how they feel because I'm always very, very focused on getting my shit across. So this week, Dan interviewed a very special lady that we interviewed a couple of uh, episodes ago, but uh, we didn't really know sound very well back then. So we kind of, it was a very shitty interview, and I kind of wanted to give her another uh, time to shine and see what she's been doing. Uh, uh, as we like to call it here in the Thoughts and Podcasts, Thoughts and Podcasts presents the confession booth. Welcome to the inaugural edition of Thoughts and Podcasts presents the confession booth. This is a place where people will just hang out, shoot the shit, tell us things we've never heard before, and it's basically just an excuse for me to interview and talk to some of my favorite and interesting people. Rachel Hudson joins us in uh, today's version of uh, The Confession Booth. She has joined the podcast before, is one of my favorite people to talk to. One of our favorite games to play is just asking each other random shit, so we'll just drop you into this conversation. Where I just ask her random shit. Your earliest memory. Um, my one of my earliest memories, and I asked my mom how old I was because I didn't remember, but she said I was like two-ish. Um, but I had like <laughs> a really sharp pain in my skull, like on the top of my head. And I told her that it hurt, and she sat me on the bathroom counter in the upstairs, the upstairs bathroom at the house I grew up in, and she like looked at my head where I was telling her it hurt, and I had a staple in my head, and I don't remember how it got there. I just remember that my head hurt, and she sat me on the counter, and I had a staple in my head, and she had to like pry it out. Fun. Yeah, and I was like two. Jesus. Yeah. If you had to pick a lyric from a song to be your life motto, what would it be? Oh, God. Or a song. If... Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, my brain I don't, doesn't I don't, like that. I don't know that one. 
My brain doesn't work like that either. Was the first thing that came to mind. It all it always boggles my mind actually when people have answers to things like that or like have that information available of like quotes they live their life by or life mottos or like songs that they I'm just like I can't my my brain just I've tended to live my life by why not but even then like that's stretching the yeah usefulness of that I guess uh, what makes you hopeful? What makes me hopeful? Um, I don't know. No particular like thought or thing. I but I feel most hopeful when I'm um, just actively working towards my what I am hoping for, and like so that I feel like I have some kind of control over the outcome of life. So that's when I feel hopeful, when I'm working on it, when I'm working on things. If you could pick a planet to go to, what would you go to? A planet? Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe Saturn so I could see the rings. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you believe so, in aliens? And, and have you seen uh, one? Do I believe in aliens? What was the second part? And have you seen one? <laughs> um, I mean, I've met people that I'm like, how are that they must be an alien because of how um, off the wall they were. But um, you've met Nick Cage too. Yeah. By the way, that guy has the softest hands in the world. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've told me that. It's like I think about it every time I see him is how soft his hands are. It's like eerily, creepily soft. Right. Now I'm so curious. Um, well, if we work with him one day, just make sure you shake his hand. I will. If we, if we work with him in a movie that you're making, make you just got to write it into the script. Be like yes. you gotta, you gotta shake hands. Um, but yeah, I mean, I believe that there's got to be life out there. I mean, the universe is so vast. I believe there's something, some kind of life other than you think Earth. It's in our galaxy. Mm, I don't know. I haven't thought too much about that part. What have you been watching in quarantine, or have you been watching anything in quarantine? Yeah. Well, so we started the Tiger King thing because everyone's been talking about it. Yeah. And I only got five minutes in and I was like, I can't, I can't watch this right now. I'm just not in the right headspace to see animals being, being abused. Uh, so I turned it off and we watched Tootsie instead, which was a much better choice. So um, I don't get, maybe it's just because it hasn't aged well. I've never been able to fall in love with Tootsie. It was the first time I've seen it, and I mean, we had like I think we had watched a few scenes of it in one of my classes in college, and yeah. so and I, like heard about it. You know, it was like really well received, and it had it got a lot of nominations and that kind of thing. So I mean, I had, it had kind of been in the 
back of my mind as one of the movies I'd like to see. And it was on Netflix, so I watched it. I liked it. I mean, it definitely hasn't aged great, <laughs> but uh, it was entertaining, I thought. And that's basically what I've been looking for. It's just like easy, kind of mindless entertainment that just is like kind of feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Tiger King is nuts if you get around to it, but also there's no point. It's just like look yeah. at all this look at all this crazy shit for eight hours of your life and then let's move on. There you go, yeah. Tiger King memes on Facebook now. It's almost like I can't get get away from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're everywhere. I also started watching Jeopardy, so that's been been like learning a lot. The TV show? Yeah, the TV show. Like live or like archived no, on Netflix. Hulu or something? It's on Netflix. I watched all of Atlanta like in pretty much two days. So all of what? Atlanta. Oh. I'm always behind. I, I first season of Atlanta but I never watched anything else the second season okay. some of the best TV I've ever seen in my life oh really I'll have yeah. to watch it which isn't a high bar but and I promise you it's really good I believe you I love uh, I love Charles Gambino Donald Glover and what's great is like he's like for like half of the season he's not even in it and you're like totally in it nice because he wrote his shit mm-hmm. Uh, what holiday would you erase from the calendar if you could? Um, gosh. My first instinct was to say Valentine's Day. Not a fan? Um. As an engaged <clears throat> woman. <laughs> no, I think, um, Daniel and I use it as, like, a, an excuse. Like, okay, let's go on a nice dinner and, like, have a a really nice date night when sometimes with life you know it just like gets you know away from you and you realize oh we haven't actually like had a date night in months and so it's like a nice excuse to appreciate our relationship but I guess I just am not really into the like we don't do cards or gifts or um chocolate or anything like that it's just like we just spend time together so yeah. I guess any of those commercialized those commercialized holidays, and I don't like the that Valentine's Day it makes people feel lonely. That makes me sad. yeah. I've never liked that. I also don't like the hype. Yeah, it's like too like much calm. hype. There's like all, so much pressure put on it. Yeah, it's so it's kind of yeah. Uh, do you have any irrational fears? Um, superstitions you know I'm not I don't want to consider myself superstitious but I do like have superstitious tendencies like saying things out loud is gonna jinx it and that kind of thing like I like get a like oh I can't say it out loud or I'll jinx it um even though I don't really believe that there's just like this like mental block like I do believe it i don't know but um, i'm like that with scripts the the moment i show it to somebody it might be like 
if it works, yay. But if not, it's like dead forever. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Um, what do you want your last words to be if you could pick them? Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. I hope I don't have any last words. Do you want to die? No, or like uh, in an accident or something, like where like I don't see it coming. Like a tragic accident that fucks everybody <laughs> up, but like you didn't see it coming, so you're good. Yeah, it's just like I just don't want to see it coming. I don't want to have any idea that it's coming. Uh, what food do you crave the most? Not your favorite, but what do you like find yourself being like, oh my god, I want this? Um, probably cake. Just general cake? Yeah, pretty much. Like, or no cake um, in particular? Um, there's this cake at H-E-B that I really like but just it just kind of generally I just really like cake mm. with good good icing the icing makes the cake for me what and, thai, the... hmm? and thai food oh fucking love thai food I've been trying to get Emily hooked on it but yeah. she's racist so what are you <laughs> gonna do mm. um, is there a personality trait in people that you can't stand um, I'm, I, I know that there are, that's what the, the pause, like, I know there are, cause I, I am, I can be easily irritated and, um, but I don't, I'm having a hard time like putting a finger on what those specific traits are. Like people who, um, interrupt constantly like in group conversations or when I'm just talking to them one-on-one -on -one, drive me insane. Cause it's like, you don't give a shit what anyone else has to say. You just want to talk about what you want to talk about. That drives me crazy. And then, I don't know. Um, did you, did y'all watch love is blind on Netflix? No. Oh my gosh. It's that dating, that dating show. Daniel I've heard a ton of people talking about it though. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty entertaining. Daniel and I binged it, and uh, there's one person on that show that every time she talked, I felt sick to my stomach. I couldn't, like, I could not stand her so viscerally that I literally felt sick to my stomach when she talked. Because she was just a bad person, or like... She was... So obnoxious. It was just like the every like the way she spoke and her mannerisms and her face and just everything combined. <laughs> like, the most, like I couldn't could not handle her. It was definitely like she's just she was really, really obnoxious and she made these crazy facial expressions. And I'm just like, like, how is this a, a real person? Like she was just one of those people who's like, I say whatever comes to mind. I'm just like always, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm loud and I'm whatever. And it's like, that's fine. But just the way she was doing it was just I couldn't I couldn't handle it.
Jesus. Well, you've sold, sold me. <laughs> yeah, you should watch it. I mean, other than other than her, it, it's a good show. I'll watch it if you watch The Irishman. I guess it's the perfect <laughs> excuse for you to watch The Irishman. It's three and a half hours. It's the I perfect know. excuse. It's not really the the style of media I'm looking to consume right now. Yeah, I was but, also uh, I was also gonna say if you're if you're looking for happy shit, that's probably the saddest thing I've ever seen. Okay, then I'm gonna wait until I'm in a better headspace. Yeah, it's basically how like your actions, you choose your actions, but then like what what's it worth at the end of the day if you're by yourself? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Isn't that a happy thing to watch? And... So, when we're in, when you're in isolation, I'm probably gonna watch it though because I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you sing in the shower? Um, sometimes, but very rarely. Um, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I haven't, first of all, haven't thought that far ahead because it's Monday, but um, probably the same things I've been doing every day for the last couple weeks. How exciting. Yeah. Is there a useless key on your key ring? Um, well, no, but my, I have my gold's gem tag on there and it's uh i don't use it anymore because it's like so old and crinkled up that it doesn't scan anymore but i left but, it on my keychain so that people know that you go to golds yeah i want them to know how fit i am I uh no i i think part of it is because like it's not totally useless like if i use my phone to get into the gym but if for some reason I didn't have my phone, I could still use that and be like, look, can you, you can look up my number and whatever. I don't know. Probably the main reason is laziness. Do you have a morning routine that you have to follow? Um, no other than caffeine. This is riveting, I hope, for people. <laughs> when did you stop believing in Santa Claus? Um, I can't remember how old I was, but I um I had a suspicion when I found a bunch of candy and then that candy was stocking and I was like, All right, Santa's not real. And then the next I like I was pretty sure, but then the next year I found a gift um and then that was the gift from santa on christmas day and that sealed the deal it was rollerblades yep but i didn't say anything to my parents because i didn't want them to be sad that i didn't believe in santa claus anymore i don't think i forget what are you the youngest or the middle i forget i'm the oldest that one yeah, and uh, I don't think I told them until my younger brother, who's two years younger, stopped believing. I had told them that he didn't believe anymore, and I was like, okay. And I saw how well they handled it, so I was like, oh yeah, I don't believe either. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, what is your favorite memory from filming Ashes? Do you have one? Was it excruciating? It was excruciating at parts, but um, the hardest thing in the world. Yeah, but um, I mean, there were a lot of good memories too. I liked um, just hanging out with you and Brad and bonding with y'all, and we we laughed a lot. So there's a lot of good memories in there. What is your favorite memory from Nothing But The Blood? Do you have one of those? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I was... uh, Yeah, we did. I liked shooting the shit with you after after rap every day. And... That was fun. Yeah, and um, there were some good moments on set, too. And I was was overall pretty happy with, like, my performance uh acting wise so like i felt i mean it was crafted in the edit but whatever i'm just kidding (laughs) you were very very good um but i was you know happy with that so you should be i liked watching dailies with with you and shooting the show it was probably my come down and the reason why i wasn't insane by the end of it which i was i was very insane by the end of it but yeah yeah i was uh I was my version of insane, which is extremely grumpy. Yeah. But also, we, like, rapped, and then two days later, it was Christmas. Oh, wow. That's right. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, I went home on the 20th, because we rapped on the 19th. I went home, like... Oh, I have a really fond memory of just, like, being numb in the car with you on the way home, and then you just decided that we were getting burgers. <laughs> oh yeah. So why would I cherish that a lot? Because it felt like a like a long sigh at the end of a long. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, it's P Terry's time. Yeah, we're getting one here, supposedly. Uh, I don't know what I... the fuck will happen in the future, but we're supposed to get one here. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. carry a donor card. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I do not. Uh, do you know all the words to the national anthem? I think so. All of the verses, or just the first oh, verse? Just the one that you always hear. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a garden? Uh, uh, <clears throat> no. no, I have uh, the opposite of a green thumb. Like every plant I touch shrivels oh, up really? and dies. Uh, oh. Yeah. Terrible. Are I know it kills a cactus. Yes, I've killed multiple succulents. Like I don't even know. It's not not intentionally. Obviously, it's really depressing because I would love to have plants, but um, I just seriously, even the plants in our front yard at this house, we moved in, and a year later, half of them were dead. And it was like I don't like just this is nature. Nature's supposed to be taking care of this. And only half of them died, and the other half were fine. And our tree is struggling, and I've tried so hard to save our tree, and it's I haven't been able to. And my mom has an insane green thumb. She has, like, a million plants at her house. She has a garden, a vegetable garden. She has fruit trees. They're all thriving. And I've been like, help me, help me. And I do everything she tells me exactly as she tells me to do it, and everything still dies. Jesus. I know. I know. I've kind of given up on having plants. 
too much what discipline. What was your dream last night? Um, actually, I had one of those dreams where you're in high school and you can't figure out where or you forget where your classes are. Dude, those and fucking suck. Like, I'm almost 30 and I hate those. Right? Uh, I had one of those just last night and it was like the bell rang and everyone was going to class and suddenly I was like, fuck, what do I have first period? And where is it? And I was like running through the hallways trying to remember, like hoping that seeing the classroom would like remind me, oh yeah, this one. And yeah, it was terrible. And then I think I had a dream where I can't remember except that I was learning how to play the guitar in the dream in front of people, I think. So I think I'm having stress dreams. <laughs> Jeez, I would say so. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there a movie, I think we might have asked you this on the last one, is there a movie that you watched that made you go, I want to do that? Um, no. No. Riveting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just, uh, I, does your name make huh? I was gonna say I took film in high school and that's when I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then um in terms I mean acting's what I really, really love and I've loved that since I was like really little. Like my mom tells stories of um me reenacting Barney episodes in the backyard because I just always love to act. So I've just always known no, I think I've all, always known, but I think I lied to myself for a bit. Oh, I yeah. Didn't, I didn't know that, that I could. Yeah, I'm in the same, same with me. I, uh, I didn't, I refused to acknowledge that that's what I wanted to do because it's so, um, like, I don't know what the word is, but, you know, like, unrealistic, out I guess. There. And out there, like, um, improbable. And also, in terms of being an actor, like, I always felt like people would judge me if I told them I wanted to be an actor because people think when I, I just assumed that when I said I want to be an actor, people would translate that as I want to be famous. And I didn't want people to think that of me. And so I didn't say it out loud for a long time. And now I realize most people don't translate it as that. They're like, that's legit and that's cool. And I'm like, yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what's the last book you read? Um, I read um, The Art and Craft of The Actor's Art and Craft. And then right now I'm almost done with um, By the Pricking of uh, uh, my thumb by the pricking of my thumb Agatha Christie that's the kind of shit that I was re reading as a kid I would just go through those books yeah, like I read all no, the books as a kid yeah. and by kid I mean like I was maybe like nine yeah I uh, I used to love her books too and then I, I can't remember where I found this it's like a super old copy like there's um, a cigarette advertisement page in the book i know That's and i found it and i was like oh shit this is awesome so i picked it up and started reading it but honestly i think explains ashes if you really look into it because i was obsessed with like th those kinds of stories yeah it was like mystery 
mystery stories and the people on the hunt for the truth. Yeah. Did you see Knives Out? Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you like Knives Out? I did like it. Did you what what did you see f- from last year? It's always frustrating because it's like I don't think you watch things. I don't watch <laughs> many things. That's true. I feel like and I also have a terrible memory. So like Fair. I couldn't just list it off to you. You'd have to like say the list and I'd be like, yes, no, yes, no, okay. no, no. So no. Did you see nineteen seventeen? No. Did you see Joker? No. Did you see Parasite? Yes. Did you like Parasite? I loved Parasite. So fucking good. Yeah, I really uh, liked it. Did you it. see Portrait of a Lady on Fire? No. You guys should watch that. It's on Hulu. It'll break your heart, but in like the best way possible. Okay. It's a good isolation m- movie, and it's got lots of lady on lady love. Ooh. In the French way. <laughs> uh, Ford v Ferrari. I did see that. Yeah. What, was that the best dad film you've ever seen? <laughs> it was. It was the best advertisement I've ever seen. It was. Um, you know, it was exactly what I expected it to be. I think. But it's good. It's well done. Yeah. It's good movies. Um, I watched that. They had a they had a press and uh, me- media screening here in San Antonio, and they combined it with like the local like car club or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> so all these car dudes were packed into the showing with a bunch of, of movie people oh. and they were like cheering and like booing the the European guy and I was like what the fuck is it when I worked at the theater for Fast and Furious ev- everyone would like peel out in their car oh my so god just gotten out <laughs> oh my god that's that doesn't surprise me, but that horrifies me at the same time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's... The theater I worked at too. We used to have to like line up outside the um, the theater and say thank thank you for coming, and it always like scared the shit out of people. But we had to, had to do it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> when Magic Mike came out, we would all get groped on the way out of the theater. Oh my god, that's that Magic Mike and Ted came out in the same week weekend, I think, and the audiences were so different. It was so weird. Yeah, I bet the Magic Mike people were exhausting. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't believe like that's so crazy that the audience is groping y'all as they ran out of beer for for the first day of Magic Mike. Huh. You should work at a movie theater. It will change your life and pers- perspective on how on how you see people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just any kind of like. I mean, I worked customer service and and service industry jobs, so like, I don't know if like what specifically. I feel like each one brings out a different side of humanity, but they all give you a nice little glimpse. Yeah. To the different of people out there. Yeah. I'm going to make a movie about it someday. It's just I need a lot of money. 
Mm-hmm. Have to rent out a theater and shoot at a theater. And what I would want to do is put like f- fake posters up with like a list people. Oh yeah. So I'm like in in jokes and shit. Anyway, that is my right. my dream. That and to oh. adapt uh, a couple of novels that I hope to get the rights to but i don't have money to get the rights to shit so yep that's where producers come in <laughs> hint hint what is the worst movie you've ever seen like what drove you so insane or do you have one um there have definitely been movies where i've been like that was just an utter waste of my life you know, like, I, there's so many other ways I could have spent that two hours. Um, but no no specific examples come to mind right now. So, the last question I have for you is, you've seen Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Right? If yeah. you were a character in Mad Max, who would you be? <laughs> um, I... It's been too long since I've seen that to be able to answer. I can't even think of a better way to end this. So, <laughs> like a more uh, a more apt way to end this. Um, let me just sum up talking to Rachel by asking a question that makes her remember specific details of anything. And that about does it for this week's version of uh, Thoughts and Podcasts Presents The Confession Booth. Join us next week and in the coming weeks for more episodes of Thoughts and Podcasts. Please like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, share, subscribe, all that shit. Help us be seen by the world. Because what the world needs is more dudes talking about their feelings. See you next time.